0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to We Are the Batman. I'm Mike. And this is Matthew. We, uh, we got a lot of news to get through because per the use, uh we already had an episode prepped and planned. And then uh, late last night on Twitter, DC and Warner Brothers was just kind of like, well, eh, let's flood the feed and make everybody have to record new shit at the last minute. So thanks, Warner Brothers. You're the you're the best. People will sing songs about you uh, in, in in the years to come.
1: hopefully hopefully so frustrating
0: man um so the the first one that kind of capped that kind of got this thing going was that uh it had come out that they were no longer going to be uh moving forward with the animated series batman caped crusader at hbo max um now i do want to go ahead and right away say the show itself has not been canceled they are simply shopping it around to other streaming services other than hbo max why, I don't know, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me considering that this is where all the DC stuff lives is on HBO Max, but oh, this is what they're going for. Um, you actually sent me a screenshot that uh was a little troublesome as well, Matt.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just that whole, I, it just makes me think like, yeah, HBO Max is done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that, either that or I didn't even think about this. right now, maybe they're randomly bringing back DC Universe. I don't know why uh, they would do that.
0: I don't know why either. That was such a that was such a failure.
1: Uh, I mean, uh. yeah, but uh, but that's where <laughs> yeah, I just don't even know. It just sounds like HBO Max is done. That's what it really sounds like to me. Yeah. Or they're moving away from. DC stuff.
0: That that's, like maybe, that's... maybe they just want to make. It. Oh, I don't. I don't know. It's it's hard to say because they've got. We're going to get to this in a little bit. There's other stuff they're going forward with on HBO Max. It makes me go, why is this the thing you're putting your time and energy into? Yeah. Um. But no, this the screenshot you shared with me was that you know they announced this whole thing with with the the show. Well, Dietrich Bader is, I guess, part of the show. And he replied to the post on Twitter. Well, crap, I'm on this hell of a way to find out. Um, Because the way it was originally being announced was that they were acting like it was straight up just canceled.
1: Yes. And then Uh. it was shopped. But I think also like Dietrich Bader has been in like a ton of the DC film uh, animated stuff. Like, yeah. you know, of course he was Batman in Brave and the Bold, but he's played um Guy Gardner in one of the versions. He he's played
0: characters all over the place. Well, and he's Batman on the Harley Quinn show.
1: Yeah. And he was Batman in some of the DVD releases that they've done yeah. over the last couple of years. So, so yeah, it seems odd that he is. I mean, I know Bruce Tim is part of this.
0: That was like, kind of yeah. That was kind of everyone's big draw was like oh oh we're getting but, the band back together.
1: But they haven't said if Kevin Conroy's in it, have they?
0: No, they have not. No. Okay. This is, so, this is the first anybody knew that Diedrich Bader was a part of it.
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm really interested to see if he's playing somebody else or if he's coming back as Batman.
0: Yeah. I don't know because they, they, they announced this show at last year's uh, a DC Fandom, and since then everyone's kind of been waiting to hear more about it. Um, because it was from the look of it, like they were going with the design of like the original Batman. Like it was just going to be just a very straightforward classic Batman stories done by Bruce Timm. So was just kind of like, Ooh, goody, 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 good. That sounds like, that sounds like my cup of tea. But now, I mean, we, we don't know very little yeah. is even known about the show. Now,
1: the more news that happens and maybe it'll even cement it. Some of the stuff you're about to tell me, cause I, I missed Twitter last night is uh, I, I just think Warner brothers discovery is done with DC. Like, that. that's all this keeps telling me is that they're like, we're done. We don't want anything to do with it. We don't want the cartoon. We don't want the content on our on our thing. You know, maybe HBO Max is not going to be going away, but I think that they're just like, DC's done. Like, I so, wouldn't be surprised if in the next year, Warner Brothers sells DC.
0: Well, and and that's going to get into some of the stuff we're going to get into it a little bit. The next thing I wanted to bring up was that, um, so one of the directors of Batgirl, Bilal Falah, said that he had gone to, try and salvage some of the Batgirl footage, but when he went and uh, logged on to whatever their system is, the footage had already been removed. It yeah, was deleted.
1: I don't think... So. Somebody doesn't want to do Deadpool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody doesn't want to do Deadpool. Somebody doesn't want a uh, a Snyder Cut uh, thing to happen again, um, but I was I was also reading uh, on another thing, I think it was from Deadline, where they had said that because of the reason... That they're canceling Batgirl, which is because of a of a tax credit that um, they may have like not had a choice but to destroy it, like to appease the IRS. Um, yeah, that hasn't been confirmed, but other people, uh, I, I, there's a couple of folks have weighed in and said like that wouldn't be the first time something like that has happened where. Uh, something has been canceled like this for tax purposes. And the IRS has says like, we need to know that like, this is not going to see the light of day. And a lot of times that means they want to see it quote unquote destroyed. So odds are they may have had to purge the files out of the system uh, to, to basically say like to, to, to finish up whatever they got to do to get their tax credit.
1: Yeah. And it's, and dude, I mean, as much as it sucks, like, yeah, that's business. If, if that's what they have to do, that's what they have to do. And it, you know, I don't know how as a director, you don't keep stuff yourself,
0: but <laughs> well, I also don't know what they're allowed. Like I, maybe yeah. he was just trying to go in there and just, you know, pull some guerrilla tactics and get it, get it before he lost it. I, I, it's, it's really hard to say. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, yeah, if that's what the IRS tells you to do, you do what the IRS tells you to do, but it still sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's especially as a creative, not knowing what's happening, and then to go in and be like, oh, that's gone. I mean, I had, there was one of the last films I did, and it was the first time we did digital, and we were like 75% done with the movie, and the guy's raid crashed. And we had to finish the film, not knowing if the original footage was ever going to be available again. And so it was just, that was just a nightmare. So I can't even imagine like being almost done. And like, well, maybe I could do this. And you go back and it's disappeared.
0: Well, it it brings up another question because there. So the Hollywood Reporter uh, released this, which I don't I don't always love the Hollywood Reporter. I think they get a little scoop happy sometimes. But um, there were reports going around that someone had salvaged a copy of what of the of the film as far as it was done. And supposedly are holding "quote unquote" funeral screenings for it on the Warner Brothers lot this week. <laughs> um, I I don't know how true that is because mostly because this is coming from the Hollywood Reporter, which has been glorified fish rap for me in the last few years. Um, but I just yeah, again that I think this is a testament to like if this is true, it's like man, it's almost like people wanted to see the movie they'd been working on for over a year. Yeah.
1: Like, imagine that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, to go to the thing you brought up earlier about whether or not they're going to even move forward with with DC stuff, uh, this is interesting, is because they also just signed this new multi year first look film deal with Matt Reeves, um, saying they want him to kind of be their guiding light for how they approach like Batman and DC properties. And so for those who don't know what that means, a first look film deal basically means anything he writes or, you know, is, is a creative force behind Warner brothers gets first dibs at no one gets to see it before them. That, which is that, which is basically their way of saying, we love Matt Reeves. we we want to be a a part of anything he works on going forward as possible because, you know, the Batman was awesome, so and a um, huge
1: success for them financially yeah. and critically.
0: It was a big, it was a big success. This this thing, like when you look at the rough couple of years the Warner Bros. Discovery and DC have had, like the Batman is currently like on the top shelf. Because while yes, people love the Snyder Cut, it's still kind of a blemish on on their legacy because of the situation that led to it being a thing. So for them to put that kind of faith in Matt Reeves has me thinking, I don't think they're done with DC, but I think they're still trying to figure out what they want to do with it.
1: Well, just because they're done with DC doesn't mean they keep Batman or they don't keep Batman. I mean, look at Spider-Man,
0: you know, that's true. That's, that's true. They could, which, but I will also say, if if, if this ends up being a Spider-Man, Sony Marvel kind of situation, People don't exactly like the Spider-Man situation with Sony, so I'm not sure if that's the model I would want to follow.
1: <laughs> well, that's also because their track record after Amazing Spider-Man that's has been crap. <laughs> oh,
0: Morbius, it, Morbius exists. Oh well,
1: man, but but I mean, you really think about it. Like, think about what DC, where Warner Brothers is doing right now. Okay, the guy who is the most successful in our DC properties, as far as you know, critically and financial, in the last several you know couple of years. Let's keep him around. We've lost Nolan. We need another fan favorite, um, genre favorite director. Because you know Matt Reeves before the Batman was doing those eight movies, which I've never seen, but people seem to love. His and
0: to the two that he has done are incredible. And yeah. I am not a Planet of the Apes fan.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I think that that's what it is. Is you, as much as a first look helps Warner Brothers, it also helps him because. You know, if he's getting a good chunk of change for the films he's doing, and he's like, Hey, I just came up with this idea, and one of the brothers' is like, yeah, we're gonna pay you to do that. I think that's that whole, like, hey, they're gonna do what they did with Nolan, you know. Oh, you wanna do the prestige? We need you to come back and do the dark Knight. Yeah. Oh, you wanna do Interstellar? We need you to come back and do Dark Knight rises. I mean, you do that with Matt Reeves. You're like, all right, look, you can do any movie you want between <laughs> the Batman movies you make for us. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's where you lock in somebody like that and going forward, you know, like I said, they could be like, Hey, let's get rid of all the DC stuff, but let's keep Batman. And if you yeah. have Matt Reeves for the next 10 years doing Batman movies, no one's going to care.
0: Yeah, no. Cause when you look at, cause you got to think about like the kind of check they had to write for him to sign off on something like this, like to say, yeah, you want first dibs on anything you make, like the amount of money you've got to promise to somebody for that is insane and for a company that is struggling financially, which we are going to get into in in our, in our last story here, but yeah, you've got a movie like the Batman, which I'm looking at the numbers right now, had a budget of approximately $185 million. It it's box office was 770 million. So after, you know, release costs and all that, it still probably profited about $400 million, which is nice. It's a nice change.
1: And the thing of it is, is, you know, you have to also look at like Warner brothers, over the last several years, they haven't really you know, the the money can be there, but if nobody likes it, Warner Brothers gets mad. So with this, yeah. this is the first property in a while where everybody liked it and everybody went to see it.
0: <laughs> exactly. And not, not only that, but like I, I don't know what its uh I'm trying to figure I so can figure out what its what its streaming numbers were, but I know it was pretty high. Um According to here, so according to Samba TV, the film was streamed by 720,000 American households during its first day of release on HBO Max. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot. Uh, Samba TV reported by the end of the first week, it had been watched by 4.1 million American households. Yeah. that was the higher than the viewership for nearly all day-to-date real films released on HBO Max, and the second best for a film on the platform during its first week. Uh, the one, the currently the number one is still Mortal Kombat from last year, but it only it be it, it only be. <laughs> It beat it out with 4.3 million, so it wasn't like it beat it out by a lot, but also Mortal Kombat sucks, so everyone needs to stop watching that movie because um, it's really bad. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, it this is a movie. The Batman crushed. Everyone has been saying ever since that first trailer, like, okay, M- Matt Reeves gets Batman in a way that nobody, only fans have gotten it in recent yeah. years. So. But that takes me to... What I want to get into last, because this is one of the last things that got announced, which is that um, so Warner Brothers Discovery has delayed certain films to 2023 because they only have enough money in their budget to release two, quote unquote, major films this year, uh, those films being Don't Worry Darling and Black Adam. Uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods has now been pushed back to March seventeenth of next year, and Aquaman: in The Lost Kingdom has been pushed back to Christmas of next year.
1: Sure, it has. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just, just saying weird. this 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 uh, this text that has been painted on the wall. It's getting dry. It's getting yeah. really, really dry. <laughs>
0: Well, and, and it kind of goes into because there have been uh these these additional reports coming in that um and we we've talked about this for a couple of weeks now, but there's been all these reports of like stuff from Michael Keaton's stuff that had been shot being removed and Ben Affleck coming in and shooting it. And yeah, I think this stuff's getting pushed back, a because they need to save their money and see if they can get enough money in there to release these films. But number two is that I think they're still shooting and finishing up these Ben Affleck reshoots we've been hearing about, so that he can replace whatever their plan was going forward with Michael Keaton. Sure. <laughs> well, and we still and we still don't have any more information. This is this is the first week where none of this has to do with the Flash. So yeah. yeah. So count our blessings, I guess. We still don't have any more information on the Flash. As far as what's going on with that, Ezra Miller issued that we'll call it an apology last week. I don't think he issued that at all. I think that came from his publicist, but
1: no, that that um, was definitely we have to act like he said something. So people will shut up
0: for a little while. Yeah, whatever. Um, but just <laughs> see what happens when you don't get on Twitter at late at night, Matt. This is what you yeah. miss uh, <laughs> It's a it's a mess, man. It's a hot mess. And I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm, I'm just now I'm about to I'm, I'm trying to see if I can set it up on Twitter to where I can get notifications of anything about Warner Brothers and D.C. and all that, because it seems like if I look away from Twitter for even a minute, I'm just going to miss something.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. I need to be on Twitter more. That's my
0: my takeaway from
1: today's news reels here. <laughs> I, I I just, it just, I don't know, man. It just seems, well, this, this seems on part, of course, with what Warner Brothers has done the past several years, which is like anytime the breeze changes, they change their plan. Yeah. And whatever happened with Batgirl now the leans more into maybe it was something wrong with Keaton you know but you've said it in the past it's like the fact that they won't get ahead of anything we have no idea and mm-hmm. I, I feel like you've made a lot of stupid choices people the rats you know rats you know leave a sinking ship and now you have no money to do anything and I, I, yeah, I don't I don't I don't know what they're doing and I don't even know what is that other movie
0: called I don't know. I never heard of it. It's probably just some other Oscar bait movie or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I hadn't heard of it before. Um, cause yeah. it said they listed it under their mate quote unquote, like major release. And I'm like, what, I don't know what this other one is. So how major of a release could it be? Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: So it, 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 it's, uh, I I'm just like, somebody is just losing bets left and right at Warner brothers because this, it just doesn't. It not only does it not make a lick of sense, it just doesn't seem like it's getting better. I don't know if bringing Ben Affleck back as Batman (laughs) is going to fix whatever has happened. Like, that's why I say just, just clean slate it. Just be done. Like, you're, you know, I know you like the movie, but, like, to me, the difference between the two Justice League movies is they're just different colors of crap. You know, like... I don't, you know, was the Snyder cut better than the theatrical release? I mean, anything would have been better than the theatrical lease. <laughs> you know, like, you know, the, the, besides the Aquaman with the lasso scene, nothing in that movie I remember really. So, I just don't know. It just seems like you're you're just really just stop spending money. Just release the things you've done. Let us judge them. Let us hate them. It's what we've seemed to have enjoyed doing over the past seven, eight years. And then just slate it out. Admit defeat. You're never going to catch other franchises that we won't name because we don't want to try and do the versus thing. But you're never going to catch anybody. Just clean slate it and go. Like, just, just go at this point. You know, ultimately, this the, the biggest answer that they have that they won't do is give fucking Henry Cavill his own Superman movie. Like, why is that not the solution? That's what I don't get.
0: Yeah. That's what you go online. That's what, that's the only thing anybody wants. We just want more Henry Cavill as Superman because she's really good at it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like, yeah, and, and let him actually be superman not brooding batman with with a red outfit you know
0: yeah we, we've we've had enough time pass where it's like we can because you know like man of steel okay he's still figuring out how to be superman like we get that B- bvs the world is it's it's we've seen we've already seen over the course of three movies three movies being man of steel bvs and justice league him learning to be superman now we're past that let's just let him be superman And I think that if anyone can crush that, it's going to be Henry Cavill, but he needs the chance. Yeah.
1: And that's, that's where I just like, like switch Batman out in and out. I don't care. Like no matter what, at this point, no one's going to beat what Pattinson did. So just, just, just bring Henry Cavill back and let him be Superman. Let him be Superman. I don't want Shazam. I don't care about Black Adam. I don't care about any of these movies. I'm just sitting here going, look, if you're not going to do Superman, then do Nightwing. Like everything else is crap.
0: Yeah. And hey, if you want to know how you can do Nightwing, you go listen to our episode about how to make Robin work in, 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 in live action films, which was actually a lot of fun. I listened to back to that one, and I was like, you know what? We're smart. They should hire us.
1: Um, <laughs> one of us. Probably you. I think your idea was better. As much as I had fun as I had with mine, I was like, no, I think maybe he's right. You he just skipped the Robin thing. <laughs> either way. Either way
0: hire us we'll we'll write your movies for you yeah. um, use, use my casting use your story idea <laughs> yeah. um, so with with that being said um let's we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and dip out now and uh we're, we're gonna let you guys sit back and relax and enjoy uh, uh this week's episode of we are the batman which is our shot at providing a sequel to the dark knight rises everybody welcome back to we are the batman i'm mike and this is Matthew. uh man you know we've been first of all i just want to say i've been having a blast doing this show um, yes we've we've addressed some things i've thought about for a long time Come up with some new things i never thought about doing before and it's been it's been scratching my batman itch matt so so yes. I'm, I'm so glad we've been doing this um you know we're, we're talking today about a movie that i think you and i both like more than a lot of people um, I, I haven't heard a lot of hate for this movie, uh, but it's definitely one that, that people seem to not like quite as much as others. Um, and that's the Dark Knight Rises. We are we are giving this this series, it's a, a, a fantasy uh, a fourth movie, a sequel to the Dark Knight Rises, uh, where we would have taken it if we had uh, just the house money to do, to do with what we will. Um, and I think we should start off just by kind of going into that, like, like our thoughts on the dark Knight rises and, uh, I'll start with you, Matt. Like how, how, how do you feel about the third movie in the Nolan trilogy?
1: Uh, I don't super hate it. I think it has some, I think it's, I think we discussed it lightly and I don't know if I really got to do my spiel. It, it just feels like a contract obligation in that. I don't think he wanted to come back for a third one. And then when they finally got him to come back for a third one, they instantaneously go, Oh, we're going to reboot the character anyway. So I don't, I feel like he didn't give a crap. And he was like, look, I'll make this as long as you let me make. Um, what's the time when he did. Um, in space. The, the oh, time movie uh, no uh, interstellar. Yeah. Like we'll let yeah. you do your wacky, crazy interstellar movie. If you do this third Batman movie. And he was like, Fine. I'll do it.
0: <laughs> so yeah. it just
1: feels like there's not as much thought. And you talked about before, like there were things he got rid of because he couldn't use it. Cause it was from stuff that he and Leith Ledger discussed. They didn't want to do anything with the Joker because he had passed. So it, it's kind of more of a direct sequel to Batman begins than it is the dark Knight, which I think is, it's a good and bad thing. But I think like 40% of the movie is really cool, but it just, there's so much that doesn't make any sense to me yes. that I I've never really gone back to it
0: to get to get into the to the official behind the scenes of it all so when uh just so people kind of know what what we were playing with here so Christopher Nolan when he signed on to do Batman Begins um you know it was one of the it was it was kind of this big sleeper hit nobody counted on it being as big as it was and they asked him to come back and do a sequel uh for Batman Begins now Christopher Nolan is not known for doing sequels he's a one and done kind of guy so he had said he basically told Warner Brothers, like, if I do two, I'm going to do three. So if I'm going to do a trilogy, I just basically want you guys to let me do the trilogy I want to make. And then they with as big a hit as Batman Begins was they said, yeah, sure, go nuts um, and go nuts. He did because the Dark Knight still to this day reigns is one of the greatest comic movies ever made. Hands down. Anybody who says otherwise can fight me in the parking lot. I don't care. Um, It was well established that he and Heath Ledger had started because he was so blown away with how Heath Ledger was as the Joker, but also with his commitment to it that, you know, the the scenes in the Dark Knight where Heath where the Joker is, um, you know, torturing the reporters like he let Heath Ledger go and do those himself. Heath Ledger wrote those Heath Ledger shot those with his hand cam. Those were all Heath Ledger. So Heath Ledger started coming to Christopher Nolan with ideas for the third movie, and they were they were spectacular. They already had the third movie pretty much written before they finished shooting the dark Knight, um, And, and it, for those who don't know the story, it was basically shaping up to be kind of like what Arkham city wound up being the video game. Um, they were looking at having a return of the Joker and of two face. Two face was going to have not actually died. It was all just a ruse. He was going to have been locked away in secret. There were going to be other villains in place as well, including the big bad was going to be Hugo strange and Heath Ledger had thrown the idea to Christopher Nolan of getting Robin Williams to play Hugo Strange, which I think would have been incredible. Yes. Um, then we get Heath Ledger's passing and Christopher Nolan makes the difficult, albeit, I think, correct decision to say we're not doing anything that Heath wrote because I don't want to make this without him. It was his vision. I don't want to and we, I don't want to have to recast the Joker. So they threw all of that out. In fact, they threw it out to the point where they said, we just want kind of the Dark Knight to kind of just stand on its own. So the third movie, we're going to have reference. Like if you watch the movie right now, they never mention the Joker. Yep. They never mention the Joker at all. Um, they make it as little to do with the Dark Knight as possible and more as a sequel to Batman's legacy starting from Batman Begins. That gets us the Dark Knight Rises. It was... To me, it was a very good movie that simply fell, it it fell short due to the fact that this was all, this was not Nolan's best ideas. They were his B, his B ideas because he'd already used his A ideas in the script that never came to be. So, and also you're the sequel to the dark Knight. You're not going to measure up. It's impossible. It's just not going to happen. So it's it's kind of like how Return of the Jedi had to follow Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back was like as an Apex Star Wars movie. How do you follow that up? So it uh, it, it is what it is. the movie is, what it is. It's still I mean, it crushed the box office. It was still it was still a huge hit. Just the response was like, yeah, it's good. It's just not as good. Um, wh- what do you do? You know, and also, yeah, I mean, Nolan was ready to be done. No one was really sure what was going on with DC at this point. I mean, the DCEU was a twinkle in, in Zack Snyder's eye at this point. So, um, but yeah, it, it is a cool idea to think about what could have been had they chosen to continue on with this story. Um, actually, something that's, that's and I mentioned this in a, in, a, in a previous episode, but uh, there was a fan whose name I can I cannot. It was someone on Deviant Art. And I'm trying to find out who the artist was, and i I cannot, for the life of me, find it. Um, I can't read the watermark that's on the comic that I have the image of. So I do apologize. Um, but they came with like a fan comic. It's just six little panels of what could have been the continuation of this story. Um a panel is what happens with Joseph Gordon Levitt's character. What happens with everyone else involved? And it's an interesting idea. and and the idea is basically that, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character continues to be, quote unquote, the new Batman, but he does his own modification of the suit to where it more closely resembles Nightwing than it does Batman. Yeah, Um, it's got it's I'll I'll just I'm going to send you a a link to this, uh, Matt, on Facebook. I I meant to do this uh, before we started recording and I didn't. Um, But it's a it's an interesting uh, concept and you can read through each of the little the little one page uh, sections they've got but like you see the idea of what they were going for for the look on on Joseph Gordon levitts we'll call it we'll call it nightwing um suit. <laughs> you see what, you see what i'm looking at let me let me check it out to just yeah pull it up it's it's a, it's, a, it's a different take but it works um the idea is basically that that uh, Joseph Gordon levitts character you know John uh, Robin John Blake is actually um, Dick Grayson who went into witness protection in the um, after his parents were killed by, by mob boss, mob boss, Anthony Zuko. And that that's why he was in the um, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, the orphanage under the name Robin John Blake. It was a fake uh, name it was protection. Um, and that, you know he just became a cop and all that stuff anyway but yeah you do, you do you see his suit that I'm talking about
1: yeah i've seen it and that that was done a lot right after this movie is they turned that yeah that um that <clears throat> what i call the 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 nolan motorcycle batman suit into a nightwing suit there was yeah. dozens of fan art <laughs> of it's, that it's- outfit
0: it's an interesting idea is it is an interesting idea. What I like also that they did that this artist did was an idea for the huntress. And what it is, is that the way that Bruce and Selena continued to survive after they, you know, run off to the Italy cafe is they changed their names to Thomas and arena Bertinelli. And they Uh, have a daughter named Helena who eventually finds out who her parents are, takes their equipment, mods, the suit becomes the huntress. Okay, you know what? Points for originality. Huntress <laughs> is not one of my favorite characters in DC. Um, but again, points for originality. Um, the one the one where this artist loses me is their idea for Robin, which is that um Talia survives. Oh yeah, well Talia doesn't necessarily survive, but she was pregnant. Somehow the she was like 5 months pregnant. Don't totally buy that. Somehow the baby survived. Don't totally buy that, but the baby was uh, taken and raised by the remains of of the League of Assassins. Becomes Robin, goes to Gotham, is taken in by Joseph Gordon Levitt's Batman Nightwing combo. Don't love it. I sure, okay, fine. Um, the next the next one they have is an idea for who Har- how Harley Quinn comes to be uh, because it's never it's never put into into the movies what happened to joker after dark Knight? the rumors that he was just basically being held in, in in arkham and so kind of a uh a play on the dark knight returns dr harleen quinzel is is attending to him and when he when the joker hears word through the news that batman died and has been replaced as he goes kind of catatonic and um his his attending physician uh harley quinn basically uh grows attached to him she snaps becomes harley quinn okay fine i can roll with that that's fine the two that i think are actually pretty interesting though are uh what happens to gordon's kids because um you got to figure that the events of the dark knight would probably mess up at least the son who was almost killed uh in the dark knight and so the idea is that like he when nobody was looking he picked up uh, harvey dent's coin and that the whole thing kind of just left him scarred and basically nuts uh, from it and that he eventually just kind of becomes the next two face like uses the coin to scar up his face and stuff Um, he just kind of becomes a psychopath and becomes the next two face I I don't hate that idea I think that's an interesting idea to say the least Um, the other one is their idea for how Batgirl could have worked which is basically she grows up Um, and, uh, joins the police department, um, you know, kind of follows in her father's footsteps, uh, takes the police riot gear and basically mods it to be Batgirl. I I think that's a cool idea. I like that. I think it's a neat idea. So all all of these are actually very neat ideas, um, for, for what could have been the continuation of that story. Um, I'm only going to lightly borrow from one of these. The other five can go away, as far as I'm concerned, because again, they're all neat. But uh, Huntress, Robin, Batgirl, Two Face, and Harley Quinn. Um, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm keeping two of these. So Huntress, Huntress, Robin, Harley Quinn, and Two Face can all go away. Uh, Batman and Batgirl, are the only ones that I'm going to keep around, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do a variation of these, to say the least. Um, but uh, I've talked for quite a bit of time, so so Matt, let's go to you. Um, and how are, how are you wanting to approach um, a potential sequel to the dark Knight uh, dark Knight rises?
1: Sure. I, I think what I, I surprisingly enough, I'm not leaning into Joseph Gordon-Levitt becoming Dick Grayson slash Nightwing.
0: Okay. I think
1: they, they did a good enough job in my mind of kind of making this character a rich a different, even though the stupid tacked on Robin thing was dumb yeah. But um, I would just have it be that he does become Batman. But I think what I would do, and this is maybe just me being me because I don't like all black suited Batman is have him maybe mix in the blue and the gray so that he can operate during the day and, and not look ridiculous is kind of what I would do with that particular character um, and have it be where he's a little more, I, I, well, not a little more open, but th- that he would be working with the cops, but just he would change the costume to be his own. And, you know, because he's not exactly a super BA fighter that, um, that, that Bruce Wayne was at least at the end of the movie. So maybe mm-hmm. even he goes back to the original suit and changes the color of the suit. So he's not wearing the motorcycle Batman suit. He's wearing the, the original super hundred percent bulletproof one, as he's progressing through his abilities. Uh, but then like I said, I think I'd have him go a little more gray, get out of the all black, and then um I have a story. Do we want to get into the stories yet and the recasting, or do you want to just keep going with just this part?
0: Um let's yeah, let's do broad strokes to start off with. We'll get into we'll get into okay. the to the nuts and bolts in a minute.
1: Okay. But but what I would do is because he's new and because he's not sure if anybody's going to buy him as the quote unquote real Batman is he's a little more reclusive. He stays in the dark. It's a myth because people generally believe Batman died Mm -hmm. and then he starts showing up and then it's like, Oh, okay, that's what he's doing or that, or is he even around? And he kind of plays more into the urban myth of a Batman than the public figure. And then as he becomes better at the job, maybe then he starts working with Gordon because the other thing too, is like, you know, Gordon would instantaneously know. Right. It's, it's him, you know? So I think he would kind of go more along that route for the beginning of the film. And that's kind oh, of my yeah. thing. I have other characters. I want to do that. Continue to do with more of my plot of what I would do as the story. Sure. But but that is what I would do with his character is he he changes the batsuit. Like I said, maybe it goes back to the original one to make up for his lack of fighting ability. And you see more of like um, him leaning and you know, maybe get in more into the detective, not so much the fighter, maybe more stealthy, so it's not, you know, I'm gonna plow through bad guys and do headbutts like the Christian Bale Batman, but more like I'm gonna sneak around and take him out with gadgets and stuff.
0: Okay, I I actually think we're a little bit more on the same page than than maybe we initially thought. I think we definitely have some differences, um, but I I think that we're kind of leaning towards sort of the same approach. Yeah. Um. So the way I kind of want to do mine is, um, you know, uh, John Blake, Joseph Gordon Levitt still comes back, and initially, like you know, he finds out that he's basically been gifted the Batcave and all this stuff, but. His his whole thing is that he doesn't feel like he's he can live up yet. Like he's like he's like I'm not Batman. He's like I I like what he stood for. I'm not Batman. Um, and so I think he in, in, initially kind of rejects it and just kind of tries to uh, be a because he because he, he leaves he res- throws his badge away at the end of Dark Knight Rises. So I think he's moving away from being a cop, and I think he instead is trying to sort of instill change. Um, from a social aspect, maybe see him messing around with local politics, that kind of thing, or, um, you know, working directly with uh, the, the children's home that gets moved into a Wayne Manor, um, just trying to, to, to booster that. Um, but ultimately, I think that this needs to still be very much a comic book movie. There needs to be some kind of uh, inducing threat, um, because what I ultimately want to have happen with this movie is the return of Christian Bale's Batman. Gotcha. to have him come back. Um, I'm actually cool. I'm cool with the fact that he and Selena are living under this fake name since they are in Italy. Sure, let's have it be Nelly, and that's funny, and that's adorable. Huntress is not going to be in this movie. Absolutely not. It's just a nice wink and a nod. Oh, ha, ha, here's this fake name that he's using, um, <laughs> and he's living out on his own. But, uh, you know, yeah, so some kind of threat and I'm going to get into the threat in a little bit here. Some kind of threat exists that um, starts sparking uh, John Blake to, OK, maybe maybe we do need a Batman of some kind. Um, so maybe he reaches out to uh, Michael Caine and to Michael Caine's Alfred, who in touch also puts him in, in touch with uh, Lucius Fox. And they're kind of there to help. OK, like if, if we need a Batman and maybe uh, Alfred goes back to the cafe in Italy and approaches Bruce. And Bruce is like, no, I'm done. I have absolutely not. Please go away. So he's like, okay, fine. So we got to help this kid. Um, things happen. He does kind of, yeah, he takes the bat suit, you know, modifies it in his own way. And and also other things. But yeah, so basically I want this story to be about John Blake embracing who he is, yeah, I'm I'm going to roll with the whole he he was Dick Grayson, but was in witness protection because I do think that makes his story a bit more interesting, at least other than just some random orphan who yeah. just is a Batman fan. Like, let's give him a reason. And this can be where we find out that, like, yeah, like this was my name. I changed it because of witness protection. Yada, 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 Zuko, whatever. Maybe maybe Zuko comes back. Um in in this to be as part of the inciting incident that that brings everything uh kind of together but uh but that's kind of what i want to go with this is the story of like john blake slash dick grayson becoming this other hero and also bringing back uh, some kind of inciting incident that causes a, a need for a batman to rearise. gotcha gotcha yeah
1: i i think at now i'm say at best that sounds weird but like Given how he does figure out Bruce Wayne as Batman, I'd almost say he's more like Tim Drake. Because that's what Tim Drake did.
0: It, it, it is. And and yeah, so th- th- again, just kind of playing with it a little yeah. bit, but you know, ultimately for what I want to do here. Yeah, I, I don't I, again, I know I'm cheating a little bit by pulling some inspiration from <laughs> from this this fan comic. And again, I wish I had the artist name to credit, because it the, the art is 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 stellar. Um, yes. I just found it on deviant so If I, if I do find that out before we publish this episode, I will edit it in or put it in the notes or yeah. something. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I do think ultimately, cause the story of Batman, we've seen, we've seen the telling of a Batman story before where there always needs to be a Batman in Gotham city. Um, the animated series of the Batman did a take on this Batman beyond did a take on this. There just, there always needs to be a Batman. And so I like the idea of of telling that story.
1: Yeah. No, and I think it's see, I think with mine, what I would do is I would just like leave Bruce out of it and Alfred. But I think what I would do is the moment he starts being active, um, John Blake as Batman, Lucius Fox shows up in the Batcave and is like, All right, who the hell are you? <laughs> and he then becomes his kind of quote unquote Alfred. And is working with John Blake to uh, not mentor him per se, but kind of help him survive his first year or two as Batman by helping him with the gadgets and stuff.
0: So the, the main reason I would want to have Alfred be involved is because I think John, I think John Blake's going to understand that. I think he's going to feel like he doesn't want to do this without Alfred's blessing. Yeah. So I think that's the reason I would want him involved. And then yeah, for what I'm setting up and when I when I get into the nuts and bolts of it all, maybe maybe why I want Bruce Wayne to come back, it'll make, make a bit more sense. but um, yeah, just I want I, I really like that idea of using this as an opportunity to just again, uh, hammer in that idea of Gotham needing a Batman. But also, you know, the the Dark Knight Trilogy does kind of exist in its own little bubble of just Gotham. There's not a lot of world building that takes place in these movies. Um, which, which is fine. They're just very self-contained and that's totally fine. But this c- creates a, a way to world build just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, I, right. yeah, I think it'd be cool. So let's go, let's get into some nuts and bolts here, man. Let's, let's talk. Uh, do you want to go, do you want to go actors first or do you want to go st- act, actors and characters or do you want to go story first? Uh, I mean, we could do both. I don't know. Well, um, Let's, let's do this. Let's, Let's go characters slash actors. Cause I told you, I don't have actors chosen just cause I don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's my goddamn show. I can do whatever I want. Um, but let's go into actors slash characters. Uh, we would want to do in our, in our, uh, our sequels for the dark Knight rises, Matt. Sure.
1: I'm, I'm pulling in two characters and they very much lead into my story. Um, anarchy, is one of the characters I'm going to be pulling in, but I'm going to gender swap him, okay? And make Anarchy a girl, and I'm going to cast Rose Byrne to be Anarchy.
0: Oh, interesting. Um, and
1: get into—I don't—I don't want to go too far into it just yet, but the—the the idea is that you know Batman was gone for six years, but that's because all crime was gone, right? Then he returns, and then he dies. So there's definitely like a, a an opportunity for somebody to come in here and fix things, and what you have now is this person anarchy coming into like, oh wow, you guys, even the cops were messed up in this town. I need to fix that. Okay, um, and then I'm gonna have um, Jean Paul Valley in
0: the movie. Why do I know that name?
1: That is Azriel. Oh, okay. Um, and it's going to go along into my story as well. And he is going to be played by an up and coming actor right all out of attack the block. John Boyega. <laughs> oh,
0: nice. Pull. Because this movie is
1: going to be 2014, 2015. He hasn't done Star Wars yet, but he is phenomenal in Attack the Block. And the storyline I have, I think he will be perfect for.
0: No, dude, for for Asriel, John Boyega is a good pull. That's a great pull. Hell yeah, dude. It's not my oh. first
1: barbecue. My my previous podcast was nothing but recasting. <laughs> no,
0: I I get I know, but yo, that's that is mm, that mm, ah, no, that is great. That's so good. Man, I don't even want to do mine now. That's that's too good. <laughs> dude, dude, that pick that pick right there is better than anything else I have planned. That's great. No, I love it. But please continue. <laughs> so if you want do you want me to get into the
1: the bit of the story? I, I don't I have broad strokes. It's not very in depth.
0: Um, um let me let me let me throw my characters at you yeah, real quick. You
1: go, you go characters go.
0: So I, I cuz I do have I, I I just now decided on a couple pieces of casting. Um <laughs> John, I, Boyega the, and <laughs> John, John Boyega and Rose Byrne. John Boyega and Rose Byrne. No. Um <laughs> they just they, they hit me. Um so the two villains I had in mind for this were the Riddler and Harley Quinn. Okay. okay. Here's how the Riddler, the Riddler I wanted to use was something akin to like what they did in the Batman, not the movie, but the TV, the animated series. Yes. The one who's kind of like trippy, almost, almost anime style, like in terms of like bombing shit. Yeah. I wanted his style to, to be more comic book animated series, like rocking the suit and a bowler hat and a cane, but just being kind of just this, just this cerebral uh, uh, genius uh, arsonist almost like this, just with bombs and, you know, kind of that classic Riddler take, like he is threatening bomb with bombs for money, that kind of thing. And, and, and giving everyone a run around as far as, Uh, riddles go Um, and I it just clicked with me who I would want to to be this version of the Riddler um, especially because he was pretty popular at the time and that is Neil Patrick Harris yes
1: no I think that makes perfect sense
0: give me give me Neil Patrick Harris in a um, not a lime green suit but like a a kind of like a dark almost like olive green suit um, and, and just, just getting giddy with, with raking the cops over the coals with riddles. Um, well,
1: see, even, even with him, all you really need to do is give him a lab coat and goggles and make the lab
0: coat green. I am a hundred percent in fan of that because that means Dr. Horrible. <laughs> and I love everything to do with Dr. Horrible sing along vlog. Um, so give me that. And then as far as Harley Quinn goes. And this is an idea that has circled the internet a couple of times, but I think this would be a great chance to do it. And that is to get Tara strong, to play her live action. I wouldn't be mad about that. She's a very attractive woman. She is. And she does the voice of Harley Quinn so well. I mean, just so freaking well. I yeah. mean, she's so good. I, I know Arlene Sorkin is the OG, and I love Arlene Sorkin. I really do. But like the fact that Tara Strong, like I, I go back to there's this video from a Comic Con one year of Tara Strong and Mark Hamill sitting together, and they're both voicing in character, and it's super adorable and funny, and I love it. But like Tara Strong, like I want to see your cosplay as Harley Quinn first of all, just for obvious reasons. But oh, she also, has. she has. Uh, I need to find that then. Um, anyway, that's going to be my new phone background. But no, I she is so good as as the voice of Harley Quinn, and I think that this would be a great chance for her because th- to to play it. Um, the other character I would have involved is is Batgirl. I don't have I don't have an idea yet for who I will in twenty fourteen for who I think could pull off Batgirl. Um, It's it's a it's it's hard to think that far back. I mean, maybe 2014. I don't know. Maybe like a younger Jessica Chastain or Bryce Dallas Howard. They're kind of my go-to's for redheads. But I mean, I don't know. That's a hard. That that's a maybe an Emma Stone. Yeah. No, I don't think 2014. She wasn't that old. But I don't know. There's a couple different ways you could take it. but definitely would want to have Batgirl. But yeah, I, the two villains I'd have would be the Riddler and Harley Quinn. And, and I'm just now, as we record this deciding, I want NPH as the Riddler and Tara strong to play a, a live action, uh, a Har- version of Harley Quinn uh, in this. Um, so that, those are the, and, and, but then everybody, I would still have, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt come back. Like I said, uh, Christian Bale would come back. I, I don't think I'd have Anne Hathaway come back if maybe for nothing else than just as a quick cameo, but I wouldn't have a Catwoman involved in the story. And then uh, Michael Caine and uh, Morgan Freeman would come back. Um, and uh, did I say Gary Oldman, but also Gary Oldman. <laughs> so.
1: I, I think I'm the same. Like, well, and I don't, again, I don't know if I would bring Alfred. I would just have, Lucius Fox play that role just because, in my opinion, at the end of Dark Knight Rises, none, the Wayne's or Bruce Wayne and Alfred are no longer in Gotham. That yeah, that's I, kind of how I took the end of that movie, is that they're not there anymore.
0: So I have a hard time um, arguing against that too. Um just just for the story I'm going to tell. Yes. I need Alfred. I need Alfred and and, and Bruce Wayne and, and Christian Bale to be to be in there. But no so let's, I, I think let's it makes sense. Let's get your story, man. I know you've you got mostly broad stroke stuff, but let's let's any other any like story plot details you'd want to throw it throw at me here.
1: I mean, the, the big thing what I would do is, like I said, I would play the he's 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 not sure he's ready to full on be Batman as far as like publicly, but he's fighting crime in the shadows, doing his thing. He's he's like I said, maybe gone back to the original suit, changed the coloring up a bit, still Batman, but not you know, completely black clad. And then what happens is, is in this, this vacuum. So it's, you know, maybe six months after the quote unquote death of Batman is mm. there's another guy named John Palm Valley. That's like, we need a Batman. We know we need a Batman, but I'm not Batman. So I'm going to be this other character named Azreel or whatever he wants to name him. And right. he looks enough like Batman that people start thinking, Oh, it's Batman. But like in the comic, Asriel is very violent, Mm -hmm. very, very violent. So what starts happening is Batman, this, Oh, the new Batman. So there's a rumblings of a new Batman. And then this other new Batman, Asriel comes out and is straight on public. Isn't hiding is violent. So now he starts getting the credit for the stuff that John Blake is doing as actual quote unquote Batman. Mm Hmm. While this is all going on, anarchy shows up and just starts running havoc with Gotham, you know, messing with technology, outing other secrets, letting things be known of what was known, maybe even revealing that Bruce Wayne was Batman. I don't know if I would go that far, but just kind of plummeting Gotham into, you know, just anarchy for lack of a better term, and and having the people turn against the cops and not sure what to do and distrusting everybody, everything that's going on. And it's because of this situation that John Blake as Batman has to step out of the shadows, has to literally come forward and say, no, I am Batman. I am going to save Gotham City. And he almost has to like fight for supremacy of Gotham from this guy who is willing to do more than he's willing to do and is more feared by the criminal element than he is at the same time, trying to figure out how to stop anarchy from destroying the city. And luckily for him, Lucius Fox is helping him, but it's just like, you know, is he even able to go toe to toe with Asriel? You know, like I said, we haven't established if he's a good fighter or not. And he's been training, but maybe he's got to figure out a different way to defeat him. And similar to like what happened at the end of nightfall is he just has to like, talk to him like, dude, this isn't the way you're trying to be Batman. Batman didn't go around killing people. Batman wasn't murdering people. Batman wasn't going to the level you are. You need to pull it back and become a beacon of hope. Not a, you know, the, 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 angel of death and, you know, I don't know if they'll team up at the end to take down Anarchy, but then at that point he's got to defeat Anarchy at the same time, and, and Anarchy could almost even be feeding Azrael bad information to make him do you know kill the wrong people. But yeah. that's 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 kind of my thing of like again that whole you've got to come out of the shadows as Batman and actually be a leader of the city, and a symbol for the city, which of course Lucius Fox would be part of that mentor of like, look, Bruce Wayne told you to be Batman because there needs to be a Batman, but not a vigilante. He, we need a symbol. We need something to to rise to. That was the point of Batman, not to quote unquote fight crime and, 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 you know, fisticuffs, everybody in the, in the city that was doing wrong, but to give people something to be hopeful for.
0: No, that's a great, that's a great take on it. Absolutely. Um, It it makes, I mean, yeah, it it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The idea of like, look, I operated like this for this many years and it was effective, but it wasn't a a solution because there was still that idea of, you know, operating outside of, you know, we we see a little bit of that in Matt Reeves, the Batman, that idea of he was operating as an agent of vengeance, not an operation of uh, an agent of justice. Yeah. And so that's what he needs the next Batman to be. No. No, it's a great take
1: that's kind of my thing. And I think it would, you know, it gives you enough opportunity for action, gives you enough opportunity for, you know, fighting between Azrael and and the new Batman for the anarchy situation. Like I think it, it it, across the board will give you everything you need to make fun in a, an exciting Batman movie.
0: No, it, it definitely. Yeah. I would, I would watch this. I would, I would absolutely watch this. Um, mine's a little, mine's, mine's a little different. So mine is, is the, the take on it that I would have is, um, you know, John Blake's just trying to, to just be this uh, this public figure, this outstanding citizen. Um, the Riddler stops, starts popping up and starts, you know, messing with stuff and blowing stuff up and stealing from people. Um, and what ends up happening is he starts getting in, in the news. He starts getting compared to the Joker a lot. Uh, people start comparing him to the Joker because of the way he messes with people. And even his name, the Riddler, sounds like the Joker and. And they, they just, it starts and what ends up happening is, is um, what we have is, <sighs> forgive me, forgive me for what the sin I'm about to commit is we have basically, we see the Joker in Arkham Asylum, never from the front. It's a, it's a body double from behind with the hair and the makeup, <laughs> um, you know, and we know that, and we, but we, we always, what we always end up seeing is his attending psych, a psychiatric physician, Doctor Harley Quinn, noticing that like ever since Batman's been gone again, I'm pulling from the Dark Knight Returns here. Uh, ever since yeah. Batman's been gone, he's been basically catatonic. It broke him, um, and that hearing that there's this villain that's back that's being compared to the Joker, it's it's making him kind of seem to react like he just seems very uneasy and very tense, um, and it's pissing off. Dr. Harlene Quinzel, who has, again, kind of got this like Florence Nightingale syndrome thing going on, as opposed to because it, t- it takes away the Stockholm syndrome side of things. Yeah. It's no longer she's falling in love with her abuser. She's falling in love with her patient. Yeah. Um, and that leads her to say, well, he, you know, this guy's no joker. If anyone knows the joker, how to be a joker, it's me. And that leads to her becoming. Basically, this female Joker, Harley Quinn, Um, and the two of them are basically it basically turns into a version of a gang war. It turns into a version of a gang war. it's basically these two sides are warring for control of Gotham City. Um, And you find that a lot of the Riddler's back, a lot of the Riddler's financial backing is coming from a new mob boss in town, and that is uh, Tony Zuko. Tony Zuko yeah, yeah the Tony's to Tony Zuko is back and that's ultimately what has John Blake the formerly you know known Richard Grayson say okay enough's enough and starts wanting to you know he seeks out because I remember he's working with with the the or orph- the orphaned youth who are housed in Wayne Manor what's below Wayne Manor the bat cave that batman gave him instructions on how to how to access see where i'm going with this
1: oh yeah i got it i'm going let's go keep going keep going so
0: while while all this is going on you know he's he seeks out lucius he's not doesn't see it sauce, but he's trying to seek out how to make the tech work because he's been he hasn't really spent any time trying to figure it out since he got it and alfred you know catches you know alfred i have is still in gotham and sit and simply just because they say that, like everything, everything gets left to Alfred, the house gets turned into this home. Um, and Alfred just kind of still helps because to him, he just he can't leave the home. He can't he just he can't leave Wayne Manor. You know, that's all the only place he's ever known. So, you know, he's stayed on with uh, with John to help him just kind of run the place and help take care of these because Alfred's good at that kind of thing. Um and, you know, gives, you know, gives them tours of the grounds and helps teach them and things like that. So he finds out that, you know, John Blake, Richard Grayson is, is thinking is, is looking to become this hero again and ultimately tries to talk him out of it. Cause he's like, you know, cause they've become close over these years and he's like, I already saw what this could do to one, you know, you know, I'll, you know, surrogate son. I don't want to see it happen to another. And he's like, you know, you don't know what you're doing. At least Bruce Wayne had training and knowledge. And he's like, well, Bruce Wayne's, you know, as far as John knows, Bruce Wayne's dead. Yeah, Alfred hasn't told anybody that he's still alive. He's respecting that secret or whatever. Um, So Alfred reaches out to Bruce and says, you need to come back. You need to either come back and deal with this or you need to come back and teach him what he needs to know. So he can, cause like you left him, a, you left him a cave full of gadgets and didn't teach him how to use any of them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You left him a loaded gun, but didn't teach him how to shoot
0: it. Yeah. And, and Bruce, Bruce refuses. He's like, no, I'm done. He's like, I have a new name. I have a new life. I'm not, I know, I, like I can't do it. I can't come back. You know? Um. So, you know, John Blake takes the suit. So what ends up happening is Alfred, then reaches out to Lucius and says can you at least help him not kill himself with the exploding uh, bat? please um so lucius reaches out cuz remember remember uh, uh bruce fixed the the uh, autopilot on Correct. on the bat uh before he died that's kind of how we know that oh maybe he actually did survive so um we have it to where uh john blake's version of batman he at first he just puts on the suit he just puts on the suit and just goes out and tries to uh, take something on and ends up just getting his ass handed to him, um, gets rescued by an autopiloted the bat and it takes him, it autopilots him back to the bat cave and there waiting for him is Lucius Fox. Yeah. Who's like, okay, I'm going to, he's like, you're not going to, he's like, you're not going to do this by just trying to do what Bruce did. You've got to do it your own way. Um, you're gonna get lost in all of this. And so that's where we we basically we get the uh we get the montage, which I now have a
1: we're gonna need a montage
0: um of him kind of like we had in Batman Begins building his new arsenal. Yeah. and modifying the suit to have it kind of like what you were alluding to. It's not all black. There's uh, there's black and dark gray and blue and yellow and it more closely resembles a, a nightwing suit. Um, changes the mask. So it's not the bat mask with the pointed ears. It's more uh, it's not it's not a domino mask either. It just changes the mask in some way. I can picture it better in my head that I can describe it to you Um, and just kind of makes things more fit to his style and how he would want to do things. Um, You know, maybe there's a scene earlier in the movie where he um, you know, is was fighting off some muggers and he gets a hold of like a lead pipe or something, you know, which, you know, was planting the seed for him using like the, uh, S, the, the, stit, what are they called? The uh, Kali sticks um, or Eskrima. Eskrima sticks, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we get the montage of him putting his, sh- putting his shit together. Um, and then while this has been going on, um, our kind of B plot is, um, Cause you know, at the end of dark Knight rises, they talk about how Gordon's wife left with the kids and they went to move to move them to Cleveland and all that. So, um, we get it to where like his daughter, um, you know, his kids, or maybe even just his daughter is live is with him or staying with him. You know, she's an older teenager and, and yeah, she's in the slow process of becoming bat slash Oracle. Basically she's a computer nerd, a tech nerd. Um, she's a Batman, she's a big Batman stan. And, um, so she likes to sneak, you know, when her dad's like leaving to sneak off to like, you know, do, do Batman things, she like follows him and he doesn't know it, uh, stuff like that. Again, just kind of planting the seeds for the idea of a of the idea of a Batgirl. Um, and so the movie kind of progresses from there. It's, 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 uh, John Blake's Nightwing Batman hybrid trying to, you know, slowly starting to get his bearings about him uh Alfred you know comes back and gives him his blessing basically saying like you know you're doing your own thing you know you're operating in a way that's that I wish Bruce had done it to where he's not necessarily getting himself killed constantly um you're you're doing things kind of more in the light than he ever did um and i it, it eventually leads to things get really out of hand, especially because like people, uh, Alfred and, and uh, Lucius find out that that Zuko, uh, the story about Tony Zuko, and they're worried he's going to get too he's going to get too in over his head or get too emotional about it and not think straight. Um, and then ultimately, uh, what ends up happening is uh, Bruce Wayne, Batman. Bruce Wayne does come back, suits up as Batman, and you know we get to have this cool fight of the two of them fighting together, and then. Um, what we've seen during this B plot stuff with, with, with Barbara Gordon is that like when she would go with her dad to police headquarters, she would basically like steal and like steal and sneak, uh, like police equipment and stuff. Like, so she's got like, you know, bulletproof vest and, and just some little, little things like that, that she's been kind of putting together on her own, uh, when her dad's not around. And, um, we have her kind of show up at one point, In in there, she kind of hacks into like uh, a Batman's uh, John Blake's comms and is like helping, talking him, talking a la Oracle, talking through some things. Again, just we're just building out this Bat Family lore at this point, and so because she's kind of been building this Bat suit in behind, maybe she gets to like uh, you know help. Uh, At one point, like uh, uh, John Blake's Nightwing is like stuck in the police station trying to get out of there, and she. Uh, you know, puts on this like SWAT looking suit to help sneak him out and she holds on to it. And then she gets to kind of talk to him and be his Oracle for the rest of the movie, that kind of thing. So, and, and ultimately ends with um, Batman being back in Gotham, you know, seeing him up on a rooftop standing next to Nightwing. um, And as they get ready to, you know, jump off the roof and go fight some crime. You can hear them, you know, say like their headset, like, you know, Oracle, are you there? And you hear, you hear uh, Barbara's voice chime in like, I'm here guys. And then, and then so on. So, and then credits roll.
1: I like it. I like it. So you definitely want to get the duo back.
0: <laughs> I, I do. I really do. Because I think that that's something that we've been missing since Batman and Robin flubbed it so hard. Yes. And I think that again, kind of like my idea that I had for, um, uh, how to make Robin work in film we talked about on the last episode is you kind of got to just bypass Robin in general. Like the fact yeah. that he's going by the fake name, Robin cool. That's as much as you get. Let's just have him go straight to wanting to be his own hero inspired by Batman, but that's not a Batman clone. And that's where you get Nightwing. Yeah,
1: no, that makes sense.
0: I, I think it it's cool. So yeah, so those are, uh, the, uh, what would you call yours, by the way? Um, I don't know. Oh, I don't uh, mind. Th- th- Batman
1: out of the shadows. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> or I don't know, like, they, I think they, what they do, Batman begins the dark Knight, the dark Knight rises, um, shadow of the dark Knight. I don't know. You know, me, I, I'm not good at the titles per se. So I, I have uh, to- or, or just call it. You know, the, uh, the dark, the dark night anarchy.
0: That's not bad. I, I have two. One is to call it legacy of the dark night. Okay. That's kind of what it is. My other thought was that because that ultimately this story is about Gotham city and the fact that it needs what it needs would be to call the movie Gotham city.
1: Mm, I just thought of something. Batman reborn. There we go. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's or a rebirth. lot of this. rebirth. Take it from the comics. Batman rebirth. <laughs> there's
0: a, there's a lot of different ways you could take this ultimately. Um yeah. so but yeah, I th- I think we've come up with two pretty good ideas for for how to pitch a part 4 of of uh the the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight trilogy.
1: Definitely. Definitely. I think this is I mean, yeah, it, it's it it would be fun to come back to this world. You know, I mean, that I'm aware of Joseph Gordon Lovett hasn't been involved in any other kind of superhero thing. I know he was close to being Sandman, right?
0: Yeah. He was almost Sandman, uh, that back when that first project was getting tossed around, um, outside of that, I'm pulling up his filmography here. He's, um,
1: he's, done sci-fi and he's done other things, but he's, no, never he's had, done. Well, he
0: he was in sin city too, but that's really it. Uh, um, crappy movie, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's not great. It's not the first one. He's done some voice, some voice work for a couple of Star Wars things, but yeah, yeah. Other than that, he, like I said, he was really, he was really dead set on that first Sandman project that um, ultimately didn't go anywhere until this newest one came out. But he, he has nothing to do with the Netflix one. Um, he has
1: nothing to do with any other DC property. Nothing to do with any other Marvel property. So
0: no, I mean, let's do it. Yeah, man. Um, and we'll be doing our review of the Sandman here. Uh, Matt, Matt is, is currently watching it. So as soon as he is uh, finished watching it, we will get our review out to you guys for that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, please, by all means, feel free to let us know how much you hate our ideas, uh, for a potential fourth dark Knight uh, movie and how much we've completely missed the point of everything. Uh, you can let (laughs) us know on Twitter at we are the Batman, or you can find me at Mr. Mike Shea. Or get at me at Mr. J Ninja. And until then, we will see you guys on the next episode of We Are the Batman. Same bat time, same bat podcast channel. See you next time.